Something new is supported by listeners like you. Visit PayPal.com and help this podcast continue to grow, thrive, and be a part of the creative conversation. This is Joel B. New, and you're listening to Something New, my chance to talk with the savviest performers I know, to hear their stories, and get to the heart of what makes them the working, multifaceted artists they have come to be. My first guest artist is originally from Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and holds a B.A. in Theater and Political Science from the College of the Holy Cross, and an M.F.A. in Acting from Ohio University. His off-Broadway in New York credits include The Rivals, A Christmas Carol, and That Lady from Maxims, with expansive regional credits such as the title role in The Cripple of Inishman, The Liar, Twelfth Night, Macbeth, The Winter's Tale, Marriage of Figaro, Guys and Dolls, and Scapino. My second guest artist is originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where she also completed her BFA from Carnegie Mellon University. She completed her MM degree at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. Her most recent musical theater credits include Claire in Class, a new musical directed by Tony nominee Jerry Dixon. She has sung extensively throughout Europe, winning awards in Austria and Germany. She also sings the national anthem for the New York Knicks NBA. As a singing teacher and coach, she has taught for over 12 years, and her clients are starring in Broadway productions, national tours, and film and TV programs. Together, they founded Polish Your Passion, which features the Moment Before video feedback service. Obviously, I'm talking, respectively, about Tom Morin and Caroline Celia. How's it going, guys? Caroline Tom. Hey, happy Valentine's happy Day! Happy Valentine's Day hey. slash President's Day. Yeah, right? <laughs> slash opening of Fifty Shades of Grey. Slash. Last five last years. years. Oh, right. Wow. <laughs> Busy weekend. There's so many things to be thankful for. <laughs> I mean. Especially you guys being here today. Yeah. Thank, 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 thank you for having us. us. Of course. Of course. How are you guys doing? We're fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, we have so much to talk about. And um, I think you're my second my second duo uh, guests. My first one was the Skibbies. Oh, yes, uh, oh yeah, I love, love them. Yeah, they're amazing. Oh, and, um, my. Yeah, That's so, a hard so act no to pressure. follow. Right, right. Pressure. We are fully dressed. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Caroline and Tom, um, how did the two of you meet? Oh, it's actually very... Um, Sad. It's a little bit... No, it's not sad. It's very timely because, yeah. actually, we met doing a show... Several years ago, about four, four years, years ago, ago. now, yeah. Uh, it was called Lighthouse, a romantic musical adventure. Ooh. A long title. Ooh, yes. <laughs> it was written by a composer named Brian Williams, and mm-hmm. it was dra- directed by a lovely, lovely man named Lance Hewitt, who actually just passed away this few days ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was kind of shocking, but also, you know, one of those moments where when you do theater you don't realize not only the performances that you give and the relationships that you form are so much more a part of it than anything else you know the audience and your emotions and everything that happens but man it's it's all that stuff after the show that you really value and cherish yeah and it was it was such a lucky fortuitous <laughs> show for us because I, I had just moved to New York. It was the first show that I had auditioned for since moving here, right? Like, first week in. And, and Caroline was doing her sort of comeback to musical theater. Yeah, I was um, transitioning. I was yeah. doing a little transitioning. Yeah, because you're classically trained. Yes, I'm yeah. classically trained opera singer and, you know, full hardcore musician. Yeah. So I basically said, okay, I'm going to go out. I'd always done musicals, and we were. I was lucky at Carnegie Mellon, we did musicals as a part of our program, hmm. and in conjunction with the drama school as well. Oh. Right. So yeah. I thought, okay, I'm going to audition for this show. <laughs> right. And actually, it was, in, it was in rep with The Seagull, and that was the reason why I auditioned, because I was like, oh, I love The Seagull, I've always wanted to do The Seagull, but then Lance and Brian were like, oh, maybe you should uh, sing some songs, right? <laughs> and audition for the musical, and then... Just Tom's favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, <laughs> is something that I hadn't been focusing on for a long time because yeah. I just finished my like MFA in acting. Capital A. Yeah, and I had just finished like really intensive Meisner training for three years, and here I was in like a very 
a dark musical, but the character I was playing was a really silly artist who was dying of consumption. So, and Caroline Hilarious. played a gypsy widow. Yes. Was, I told his fortune. And in fact, one of our favorite scenes, I every night I would sometimes maybe tell a different fortune because that's how Meisner I am. And one night, one night she actually forgot the tarot cards that were supposed to be in the scene, right? And she she just grabbed my hands, right, and then read my read did my a palm reading. So uh, do you remember any of your fortunes? Oh uh, gosh, I don't remember. They all came true. They all came true. <laughs> but then we were um, added you know, to your skills. Added to the, yeah, added to the special skills. Added to that, we I was subletting um, up by uh, up in Washington Heights. Where Carol, one stop away from Caroline, and so we would take the subway uh, home together uh, after rehearsal, and it just sort of started our our friendship. Yeah, Aww, that's yeah. adorable. Yeah. Tom and I realized how good of friends we were and how much we clicked. And at the time, I was kind of doing a lot of teaching artist gigs, mm-hmm. and I was you know kind of all over New York, and I had heard that there was an opening for an acting teacher at one of the places that I work at. And, of course, I thought to myself, okay, okay, first, who is really fun, who is really talented, and who will the kids love? And immediately, I was Tom Morris! (laughs) So I uh, called up Tom, and I told him of the details of what was going on, and he was like, okay, okay, let me, you know, try this out. And, you know, he was obviously hired because he's amazing. And the kids love him. And then as the, you know, this was for two years? Three years ago. This three years, years ago. ago. And so all of the subway rides turned into long train rides on the Metro North. <laughs> right? Yes. And Whoa. we started to, you know, we had a couple of students who were auditioning for BFA programs. And they were, they were joint students. And... Through that process, you know, we would we would talk about the students on the train and talk about their progress and where they were at and where they needed to get to in preparation for those auditions. And then it just sort of started to evolve from there. We'd always kind of yeah. thought that maybe we would do something, um, this sort of musical theater and straight acting fusion, you know, yeah, yeah. vocal training and And we had training. a lot of students that were doing college auditions for BFA programs, and nowadays you have to have two songs, two monologues, and you got to be good at everything. Right. Yeah. Shakespeare, everything, everything, literally yeah. everything. I mean, it's so hard. I, I, I'll... It's the hardest thing, I think, ever. It's actually harder to get into a top BFA program than Harvard. Yeah. It's more competitive. True story. For real. Um, And so then I actually, it's funny, I actually was at Great River in Winona, Minnesota, and I was was, uh, Skype teaching on Equity Mondays off, right, to make some extra money, and also, you know, I'd so many students, and I was like, okay, I did an hour a day of just, like, sitting in my sitting in my room and Skyping. And so Caroline and I would do a lot of Skyping, and we were sort of talking about this idea of, you know, starting a business together. And it sort of naturally progressed from there. We were like, okay, everything's, we're, you know, meeting, you know, on, the, like, via Skype here, yeah. right? <laughs> and having these, like, very deep conversations about training and what kind of business right. we would like to start yeah. together. But and doing it, it from so far away. Yeah. Yeah, so then that sort of naturally Ding. just progressed, yeah, <laughs> into this idea that everything would be pretty much a, a virtual um, a virtual service for us. Um, and right. taking what, we, what we've worked on with all of our students in person and... And adapting that to sort of virtual realm. Yeah. Well, talk to me a little bit about your teaching styles, because obviously you both seem to like each other as artists and as people, obviously. And (laughs) as, um, so you must also like how you're both teaching students. So what, what's the crossover and where, and where, where, where do the twains meet? And where do they, <laughs> and where, when do they leave each other? That's so funny. Uh, I think the great thing is that Tom and I, obviously, we're so respectful of the process. Mm. And I think when you're working, especially with young people, you know, it's all about process and you have to really get that mindset to them, I think, at a very early age. So they understand and they know we have to have goals and we have mm-hmm. to 
you know, set things, not only, you know, auditions for college and your high school musical, but also maybe a personal goal. I want to learn this song in a month just so that I have it and I know it. So what would happen is we would have these students in common and I would be working on a song with one of them. I remember in particular, I had a student that was singing um, a few songs from a oh, woman from the Pirate Queen. Okay. And yes. No, it was actually Aida. Oh, Aida. That's Aida. right. Aida. She sang a lot of songs. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, the uh, Amneris song from Aida, I Know the Truth. Mm, oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a big and one. yeah, yeah hard. big song. Ooh, hard. And, you know, she was doing her BFA auditions and so sweet. Uh, Eloise, we love you, Eloise. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> she was having a little bit of trouble just expressing how she was going to get through the song emotionally. And furthermore, I'm a really big believer in the music is telling the story, the voice is telling mm. the story, but the mm. body is telling it. And you have to have all of that jiving together. In order to really get it. And it's so simpatico with Shakespeare, which is, you know, a ton of my training is in Shakespeare. So it just felt, I mean, we were, so we worked with Eloise together. Yeah, Eloise was an experiment and we kind of realized, we had an inkling that we would because we had done the show together mm-hmm. and we kind of saw yeah, that each in each process. other. Yeah. yeah. We, and I, we were also these crazy people that would do ridiculous warm-ups before the show. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm sure people that were walking past were like, what are those people doing? Because we were yeah. like out in this corner and so it was from an early age of our friendship that we realized this and, you know, with Eloise, I also think it's a part of when you're a teaching artist or any kind of mm. You know, person who's teaching and working with people and coaching, whatever it is, I've, I'm super comfortable and I feel really confident in what I'm giving my clients and my students. And so I don't ever feel threatened by what Tom's saying. I'm always very open to it. And frankly, I feel that another pair of eyes to kind of assess, mm. and especially his eyes, it's only going to make it better. And I think, I think that both of us as, as teachers really look at the whole process as we're detectives. We're figuring this out together. Absolutely. So therefore, yeah, okay, like I've done some shows, I have some training, maybe I have a little bit more than obviously my student, right? That's why they're coming <laughs> to me to work with me. But I, I, we both never treat our students like they are, that they don't have the ability to come up with some ideas on their yeah. own. So we work right. together. So I think that really, yes. really infusing our teaching with that kind of positive and creative yeah. process. Yeah. Making space for them to kind of make their own. Yeah, because it's really about, it's about their choices. Yeah, it's you nurturing know? that at a very young age mm-hmm. so that when they're out there in the world that they're making sensitive artistic choices in all their material. Yeah. You know, they don't all, I mean, I hope that I can fly them from the coop and they can go out there, and then once in a while, you know, we need to touch base. Some things kind of, you feel a little out of sync. But my ultimate goal for a lot of the people that I work with is for them to go on and do it, and then hopefully go coach somebody else someday. Carry on the Polish of Passion legacy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll teach their kids. Exactly. And right. You'll teach right. their kids. Yeah. yeah, and that's part of the, I mean, we're trying to have a revolution with Polish yeah, Passion. It's we really are. really just bringing that positivity back to this, this art form that we all love yes. so much. And being in New York, you know, sometimes it, you know, it kind of, Crushes that it can a bit, yeah, yeah. you know. Did and you feel that uh, that that passion was missing and positivity was missing out there? And that's what Polish your passion addresses. I it's not that it's. I think that that there are so many people in this city that that have so much of that. I find at so the the younger ages that they start with that, and as they start to. Like, let's say they go in for it, a student who uh, was going into Matilda, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, which is, you know, very competitive, tough to, tough to get into. She got into final callbacks. And she, you know, was, she didn't get it, right? And a little crushed. And it kind of made her just have a bit of a bad taste, right? Yeah. Because it's hard. It's a really hard business. And so being there to sort of catch her, you know, at that time, yeah. sort of, 
sort of right. just help to her. Teach in that moment and yeah. help people to learn that an audition, if you don't get that job or that gig or that role, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, right. That's, that's a learning experience, and we're very much of that mindset that you need to learn something from every audition you do. Yeah. Take away something positive. Right. That, that ultimately the goal isn't to win and get everything. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. So that eventually... That's impossible. Nobody yeah. has that life. Yeah. So that eventually that <laughs> sort of... Jennifer Lawrence has that life, maybe. But even still, I'm sure she experienced right. so that the comp- many struggles. Everybody does, you know? Yeah. And I think also, too, a part of that is showing them that we don't actually just teach this, but we live it. Mm-hmm. We are mm-hmm. out there all the time. We are collaborating with new composers, mm-hmm. like Joel Bunu, <laughs> and collaborating with a lot of different composers, new playwrights, yeah. we're auditioning, we are constantly you know, in that world because we not only believe that for our teaching, but we believe that for ourselves personally as well. Right, and I think because of that, we just have the constant constant reminders. You know, I I won't lie, I get nervous for, for some auditions. Even, I mean, callbacks are sometimes the worst because you're so close and right, it's like, right. oh my gosh, if I can just like do this and it's, especially when it feels like it's like, oh, this is going to change the course of my career and having that constant reminder and being able to bring that back to my students, it, I think is, it's so special. And with Polish Your Passion, we're, we're PYP NYC because we want to bring that to the rest of the country. Right. You know, that's that's what yeah. our real revolution that's is. That's the, the yeah. mission is to people in Iowa, people in Memphis, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or it doesn't matter where you're at in this country, you can have that love of theater, but maybe, you know, you live kind of far away from the local voice, voice teacher. You live far away enough from the community theater, or maybe it's just that you're not maybe even exposed to that yet. You don't mm-hmm. even know about that. It sometimes takes some people a long time to figure out where that hub is. So we're trying to create that community so that you can find it always. Or you have an incredible, incredible uh, teacher Right? And you just want an extra pair of eyes. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Um, and we're, we're not trying to... Um, our, our goal of Polish Your Passion is to not compete with your weekly voice lesson or acting lesson. That's not the goal. It's a supplemental work. Yeah, Absolutely, it's, it's, yeah. It's every resource and I is so critical, especially when you are auditioning for college. So why don't you use all the resources that are available to you. I noticed on your website, yeah. um, you're asking, it's a beautiful website, by the way. Oh, thank and, you. And I love you. the ad. And thank you. Like, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. <laughs> thank you. That's why you're here. Thank you. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I, I noticed that you could, um, you know, you could choose either like a, like a voice coach critique or an acting critique mm-hmm. or like a combo critique. Mm. Yes. And, yeah. uh, which I think is awesome. Yeah. And, um, and so it, it, it was, what I found interesting about it was that you, you, that there's also almost a presumption that your students, your potential students, know what they need. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, what um, mm. has that, has anyone ever reached to you, or what would you do if, if a student reached out to you and said, "I actually don't know what I need. Um, here's a video of me singing." I mean, how how does that has that ever happened? It's a fantastic you know, question. Um, in our so we have a submission form on our website, right? That, yeah. That's how people, how students submit, and there is a space uh, for additional comments there. And we're really trying to get our students to to write stuff there. I actually just got a submission last night um, with a, with a young lady who asked some really really great specific questions. She wanted to know if she was talking too fast, if it was emotionally connected, those sorts of things, right? And so we really want to. It's not just about, like, sending your video and then it's, like, we're looking at it through, like, just our own lens. We want to actually have a conversation and a dialogue with you. So that would be um, a solution to that sort of um, issue of someone sitting there like, oh, I don't know which category this goes under. Just choose one, right? (laughs) (laughs) A couple of additional comments. And and we also, um, you know, with with our coaching, if we were looking at a video and for some reason it's like, oh, you know, 
this would be better suited for singing feedback. Right. Right. We would um, in either A, give that to that person, right, that coach to sort of give that, or we would actually encourage, um, so when people submit, they actually get a discount on their resubmission. Right. right? Oh, so okay. um, the other option is uh, uh, maybe a recommendation that um, – that you would uh, send it to the for the singing feedback if if that's something you need or acting feedback maybe you're singing your song and feel very strongly okay maybe the acting or acting through song would be really good for you to get that sort of feedback um, and yeah then send it through that way with the discount yeah awesome no we're all about discounts we want to make it our major major goal when we first began was to make it affordable. Yeah, we that's a big part of the Polish Passion mission too. We were very, very passionate about the fact that art should be equal. Yeah, you should. It should be for all. Yeah, you should. You know, and yeah. and there's so many people out there that have enormous talent, but don't have those resources. Yeah. and that's just it's just terrible. Yeah, that's not how it should be. In fact, I actually work with an amazing charity organization called Statement Arts. They're a nonprofit, mm. and I love them. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> they yeah. are, uh, basically, it's a group of underserved kids that, and they're going to apply to college. And what happens is they come into the summer for three weeks, and we do, you know, songs and um, monologues and whatnot, and then at the end of the three weeks, we do a concert, and we actually do it at the Palace, which is uh, up on Washington Heights. Mm, yeah, it's so beautiful. It's such it's a beautiful, beautiful that's actually where they filmed Smash, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to come see Statement Arts do a concert, <laughs> where Megan Hilty sang, um, then you should come this summer in July. But they're so amazing, and they were a big part also of the inspiration uh, for my end especially uh, and now they actually do a lot of intern work for us yes Ooh, they're yes. so amazing we were actually um, <laughs> so yesterday we were uh, shooting a couple of YouTube videos coming, <laughs> coming your way um, we have become so obsessed with I don't know if you've heard of it, the hashtag nominate my teacher campaign mm-hmm. that the Tony Wars and Carnegie Mellon yeah. is uh, putting on for the first uh, educator award, which we're so like beyond so excited about. I mean, so we're doing um, a campaign where we're doing it's gonna be it's called hashtag Tony Shine, where students can send in they so part of the application you have to do a tell us the story part right. You can, you can do it either through a video or an essay. We read that and we're like oh inspired inspiration inspiration, <laughs> and we so we are. Um, gonna send these videos out um so so watch watch your twitter and facebook high schools right. across america yeah, so <laughs> coming to you yeah um to nominate your teacher and so they can submit uh their video to our website for absolutely free and we'll take a look at either their video or their essay and give them uh video feedback uh for free that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and it helps to make their submission the best. So hopefully their teacher will win yeah, it. And yeah. it's it's really honestly pay just so much payback for all the amazing teachers that we've had in our yeah. lives. Yeah. They've not only crafted us as you know artists and human beings, but also to try and you know lift other people up. Again, it's the positivity thing. We are all about being positive. And- On Friday, April 24th, for the first time ever, I'll be playing and singing an entire evening of my original songs, which I've cleverly titled Joel B. New in Concert. Directed by Justin Daniel, I'll be at the Intimate Duplex Cabaret Theater in the West Village, Friday, April 24th at 9.30pm. Tickets are $12 in advance, $15 at the door, plus a two-drink minimum. To purchase your tickets, visit purplepass.com slash joelbnew. It's going to be a whole lot of fun, and I hope to see you there. Yeah. You know. So, so yesterday, so back to, you know, the, so yesterday, one of our, our two of our, actually two of our interns yes. came, and we, Francesco they, and were, they were, our, <laughs> they were our extra stars. hands. Um, they were extra hands, and they are just so lovely and so talented. Oh my gosh. Talent yes. for like days and days and days and days and days. Yeah. Um, and so it's amazing to be in a position where we can you know even though we're a younger company even start to begin to give back 
in right. that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, from the beginning. That's our ultimate, like, our... Yeah. 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 Definitely. Cool. I love that. So many of my guests have, um, like, philanthropic I know. Endeavors. I love that about yeah. your guests. And I love that that's just... It's, by accident, a common thread. Just, like, mm-hmm. everyone who has their hands in many pies seems to, you know, have that connection and that desire to, yeah. to give back. And I... I, I think that's lovely. Yeah. yeah. I actually, my undergrad was at uh, Holy Cross in Massachusetts, and their, uh, their mantra was uh, men and women for others. And so it was sort of dr- drilled in our heads throughout those four years sure. to find a way that you can take whatever you're doing and help other people through that. Yeah. So that's so just uh, yeah. part of and what even, we're trying to do. Honestly, yeah. as an entrepreneur in a startup company, you know, the number one goal you can have is to bring service to others. You know, we've heard that time and time again with yeah. the different business um, courses and, you know, associations we've been attending for our learning. Because <laughs> there are things that go into polish and fashion that are not about singing and acting. That has been an interesting journey as well. Yeah. 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 Well, because, you know, put it this way. You have this idea, right? Yeah, So this happens, and you're like, wow, this is amazing. I want to do this, and I want to help others, and I want to make it affordable, and I want to do all this stuff. Great. Okay, so how do we do this? Yeah. Right? So all of a sudden, you're an entrepreneur, right? Right. And everybody loves that word, right? Entrepreneur. It's beautiful. It's it's French. It's French. Yep. (laughs) Very attractive. <laughs> yes. yeah. And then on top of that, not only are we an entrepreneur, we're entrepreneurs, we're a startup company, which the definition of a startup is a company where there's no, there's uncertainty in your profits, in your future revenues. Right. Gosh, yeah. isn't that most companies? I mean, I would assume. Right. right. But well, that's like yeah, the hardcore, the yeah, like the yeah. hardcore versions of uh, startup really is about that you're doing something unknown, so there's, you know, no known quantity. It's like, obviously, if you sell shoes, you kind of have an idea what could happen right, in the shoe right. business, right? But in this world of startup, you know, everybody's doing such crazy amazing things but the problem is as far as like on the the hardcore business end of it there's no hard numbers right so you can't be like well there are millions of companies you know i mean everybody kind of starts in this little world and you're all doing that kind of variation on it yeah and to you know make your company grow, you need some money, some investment money. And so we went through a whole process of learning how to do that. We were a a very hardcore business plan. We were very, very lucky to work with the Columbia Small Business uh, Development Center. Yes. And our business advisor, Lawrence Kang, who has been such a... Such a help along the way to give us the resources to be able to do that, and right. so we, you know, and, and give us the confidence to know that the things that we had in our business plan were legit. Yeah, we weren't just yeah. the actor and the singer going at it. That yeah. we were like, no, you know, we're going to yeah, our, something our actually you need yes. to do and yeah, because yeah. yeah. it can be intimidating. We don't have MBAs. No, right. we have MMs and MFAs. Right, so, <laughs> right, right. So walking into that world can be very intimidating, frankly. And, and it's, it's it's a lot of people think that we're a little bit crazy because sure. we have we have our sort of day jobs, right? Yep. Where to make our rent, right? So we can survive that way. And we also have our performing careers and we're auditioning and doing shows and um, you know, and also creating the startup. So it's yep. juggling all of these things that I think only theater can teach you how yes! to. That's yes. right. Right? It's like when you're up to like four o'clock in the morning working on your business plan or your audition or whatever because there's not enough time in the day. It's like, okay, theater, all that training that yeah. It's like you don't come. Like, oh. Yeah, oh, that's how that works. Yeah. Great. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, your experience as performers enhances your work in polish your passion. Yeah. But have you started to see how if if it does work the other way around, like what you're learning? Oh my gosh! As entrepreneurs, oh. yeah, how that's uh, translating when you're in front of an audience or it, in front well, of a as far table? as um, you know, I <laughs> I've only had 
Twitter for like a short time. Um, <laughs> I as now, this is an interesting question for me personally because I am one of those actors that doesn't necessarily love the sort of networking part of um, having an acting career in New York. I kind of feel like, okay, it should be about the, the artistry, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I should be able to go into an audition <laughs> and prepare my butt off, right? right? And go in there, and that's enough. But, of course, you know, being in New York, it's it's not. Well, I yeah. think that's so, the reality of just today. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, for me personally, it has given me so much confidence yeah. in those realms to... Um, to do that, I and it's it's a little bit for me. It was at the beginning it was so much easier with polish your passion because it was like okay, this is this thing that I believed in. It was kind of like a it was it was part of me, but it was like the separate. And we were creating it together, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas as an actor, it's like okay, it's just me. <laughs> I'm my own product, right? Um, and so it's made me so much more confident in being able to um, in the marketing aspect of for myself, like as marketing an yourself. actor, yeah, as yeah. just an actor as a performer. Myself, yeah. I mean, I'm a huge social media fan. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she is our so- hashtag social media guru. Hashtag. <laughs> um, I could learn a thing or two from you. In fact, I have. Uh, well, I'm really lucky that I have worked with a lot of different people that have, you know, had this kind of social media thing going on, and I've learned a lot along the way. But I think the other thing is, is that I've learned a lot of what the positive aspects of social media are and what Mm. you can do with it and the reach that you have. And that was also a part of the inspiration for PYP is that I would have people contact me from, you know, sometimes you're in Germany or Russia. Right. (laughs) A lot of people that love PYP in Russia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for a (laughs) sec. Moscow. Shout out to Moscow. (laughs) We're not international yet, but we're getting there. Because they love They love PYP, yeah. Um, That's amazing. I have listeners um, all over the country, uh, except I I don't think anyone's listening in South America or Australia. Oh, well, um, yeah. so, so get on it, yep. mates. Yes. <laughs> well, and I think that's the cool thing about having social media and being an entrepreneur is that you get to put that message out there and yeah. go with it. And I mean, honestly, for me, I think we kind of talked about this the other day. When you go into an audition now, you almost feel kind of like that you're a secret agent and you walk in and you're like I'm an actress I'm a singer I'm a performer but I'm also really good at this other thing yeah so you kind of get this extra bonus and can't write in your special skills like oh I'm an amazing entrepreneur I helped to build this business I also am really good at marketing I've studied Facebook advertising because that I think is a skill that a lot of small companies would just die even the I mean, you hear about this with, like, Broadway PR even. Yeah. You know? And I have a lot of friends that are, you know, doing their own PR for their own Broadway shows. Right. What is that? Right. It's changed so much. But in order to get the people, get the butts and the seats you got to have the voice, right? you got to have the person on the social media that's doing that. And so a lot of fun that we have on Polish Your Passion mm, mm. is that, for example, I went and saw the lovely show Honeymoon in Vegas, <gasps> yes. and I loved it. And oh, one of I my... It's we so love bad. you, Rob McClure. Yeah. We love well, you. And one of my very good friends is in the show, Zachary Prince, and I've known mm. him for years and years. Um, and... So I was really excited, and as always, as artists, you want to go and you want to support. Yep. Mm. That's number one, right? Yeah. And so I was super pumped to do that, and I brought my mom and her friend. They were in town visiting. Adorable. And he was so lovely to bring <laughs> us on stage after the show. That's awesome. Yeah, mm. and for them, and it was just, you know, you're at the Netherlander Theater. You're just, ah, me. I'm like, ah. <laughs> crazy, you know, right. the history of it. And I'm trying to explain to my mom. About rent, rent and why yep. this is important. <laughs> right, She's like, right. uh huh, right. Where's Tony Danza? You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, it was in that moment.
moment that I was like, this is so fun because now I get to take these pictures. I get to put them out there. I get to support Honeymoon in Vegas. Mm. Polish Your Passion gets to show people, like, this is, you can do this. Right. You can do this. A, Everybody yeah. has a, do they, oh, we all started in a small town. Yeah. You know, we yeah. all started in that place, you know. Even if you grew up in New York City, you have your neighborhood, right? Yeah. So it's like everybody has that community. And the fun thing about doing this is that we can kind of bring that excitement and that, you know, I don't know what the word is, inspiration maybe. Yeah. But just the hope that, you know, guess what? Des Moines. <laughs> You're going to Broadway, you know? We're all right. starting to be. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Or, so much. You know, also for the coaches that we hire, right? Yeah. Who are active professionals, and maybe they're on tour, or maybe they're doing a regional production, uh, who, absolutely. who knows where, that they actually could work for us, and it's so mobile that they could also do this and, and balance this whole sort of... Uh, part of it too is passions too. I mean, we were both very passionate about our teaching too, and trying to find a way to balance performance and right. teaching. And I know so we both know so and we all know so many people who that's so much a part of them. Yeah. And being able to do that for people too is um, yeah, it's nice to be able to yeah. yeah, it's nice to be able to have that circle yeah. of the teaching artist and the, the client and the student yeah. because a lot of times, like Tom was saying, people fall away from being a teaching artist. Because they go on tour or they're yeah, in a Broadway hard. show. Like, it's go very hard. Right. Now, there are so. very yeah. few people. I mean, that's a tough schedule. Yeah. But if you have only a little bit of side work, you know, it's not so hard anymore. And it's kind of right. doable. And honestly, it's just the fact that, you know, those some of those people out there that are teaching artists, I mean, they're... It's a hard job. It's a very hard job. It's a very I've had hard a couple job. of teaching yeah. artists on here. Well, the thing is, you also, I mean, and this you is all hot, but yeah, you just become, you fall so in love with your students, right? Like, that you just don't want to leave them, right? Yeah. They're, and especially on their journeys, like, they, let's say they're auditioning for college, right? And you're like, oh, I can't audition for this production because it will take me away from the prime time college audition season. And I'm going to basically leave, like, this person who I've, invested so much of my heart into right yeah. right at but, a time when they're most they most need you right it's really hard and so you know part of what we're trying to do is yeah to, yeah polish your passion brings that back yeah so that you can be the teaching artist yeah and also be the performer so before we move on to the quiz and the song setup Ooh. is there anything else <laughs> yeah uh, actually your, yeah so oh, is there anything about we, else we about? have something really special for all of these yes. something hashtag Something new, a podcast listeners. What? What's going on? So we are offering a special something new discount, which is $10 off of any feedback option, which includes acting feedback, singing feedback, or acting through song feedback. And all you have to do is put in the promo code box, something new, in all lowercase letters. All one word kind of thing? Or? Yes. All, all one word. One word yeah. Yeah. And you put in something new and boop, you get a minus $10. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Of course. Oh, I hope welcome. my listeners definitely take advantage of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That is special only for people listening to something new. Because clearly, Joel, awesome. you are so passionate about Absolutely. all you do. Oh. Right? So we want to yeah. thank all of your listeners who support you. you. Well, thank, right? And thank all of your you. passion. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, get on that, guys. Something new. Promo code. <laughs> I'm are, a, we, are we I'm first, a promo code now. Are we yeah. your first promo code? You're my first promo Ooh. code. Oh, I'm so thrilled. Thank yeah. you. I can cry. <laughs> um, so before we get to the song, I like to do this. I, I like to do a fun little quiz yes. with my guests. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's just for fun. And um, I don't vet these quizzes at all. Okay. I just Google them and then Great. whatever strikes my fancy. Great. So, uh, so I'm giving you options because I okay. like you. Um, okay. So, so, so polish your passion. Yes. Um, it could also be read as um, Polish oh, passion. Oh, yes, it can be. Yeah. I uh-huh. um, so I found a quiz about <laughs> Poland. <laughs> Amazing. So, uh, Twelve amazing. questions about okay. the country, oh, okay. no. the nation of Poland. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I need to phone or, a friend. Or, or. Uh, um, 
Or when I hear passion, I think of Stephen Sondheim's musical. Oh, yeah. Oh. And, um, and there's a BuzzFeed okay. quiz entitled, okay. Which Character from a Stephen Sondheim Musical Are You? Okay. Oh. And um, I could whip out another advi- device and we could find out who you are individually or we could find out who you are okay. collectively. Ooh. Ooh. Um, so yeah. which, one, which one would you like? Of course we're going to pick the Stephen Sondheim. Yeah, Stephen Sondheim. <laughs> Although <laughs> Poland is such a lovely yeah, we country. Love Poland. We do, yeah. Poland. It's no Russia. Yeah. But <laughs> Moscow. <laughs> Moscow. But it's a beautiful country. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna buzzfeed it. Yes. Yeah, let's right. do it. Let's also, do it. it reminds me of the. Did you see that Playbill did a little video? Speaking of videos, it was Laura Benanti. She played Fosca in oh, Times yes. Square. <gasps> Amazing. Oh my so god, that is the best video. Literally, people. It was amazing. She's amazing. She's so funny. She's a big YouTube inspiration for all fashion because her, like the deadpan she gives. We we Uh, in our next video we have a lot of deadpan happening, and it was very much inspired from that. It was so. Hashtag. So every time I now, I mean, sorry, Stephen Sondheim. Now when I think of passion, I think of her in in Times Square, if you don't know what we're talking about, look it up. Please. It's hilarious. Yes. I'll include a link somewhere. Yes. Yeah. It's so, it's so, so funny. Easy. Yes. She's, she's amazing. Yes. I feel like there must have been more queens in that line at TKTS who knew <laughs> no. what she was. I mean, there was like I mean, basically right. one dude who was like, yes, girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? That's it? Just one? I love that. I passion. totally would have known that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. It. So do we want to do this... I, Collective. Collective? I think, yeah, right? Yeah, like, so let's see what the Polish Your Passion. NYC. Stop, yeah. All right. Well, PYPNYC.com. <laughs> what is your character? Which character from a Stephen Sondheim musical are you? Are you ready? Yes. Yeah, ready. All right. PYP, you know me. What's most important to you? Fame? Justice? Oh, God, there's, there's eight options. <laughs> oh, gosh. my God. What's most important to you? Fame? Justice? Mm-hmm. Sex? Ooh. Freedom, power, luxury, love, art. Ooh. I love our art, right? I'm glad we're not doing this, like, individually. I'm <laughs> a <laughs> very different character, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Tom. Freedom, um, too. Freedom, love, and art. Yeah. Oh, they're so... I love all of them. That's a tough one. I'm going to go with love. Okay, yeah. yeah. That was my... It's, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, oh, Valentine's Day. All right. In yeah. honor. Approve, approve. A lot of love. Oh, good, the heat's coming on. Um, if you could live anywhere, oh. where would it be? Poland. <laughs> That's not an option. <laughs> uh, unless a fantasy kingdom. So, a fantasy kingdom. Okay. Ancient Rome. Okay. 1880s France. Oh. This is very specific. 19th century England. Okay. Early 20th century Sweden. Jesus. What? 1920s New York. Oh, yeah. 1930s New York, oh, no. 1970s New York. Oh, I've already forgotten all of them. It's a lot. Oh, no. but, well, I mean, where were I Mexican think... people allowed? Because that's where I want to go. Right. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, because I would have a very different life. I have than a Tom. feeling that 1880s France would have been really good for both of us. Okay. Okay. Perhaps. I think so, you right? Think? I think Final so, answer, right? I, think it's either it. that or 1920s New York. You definitely have worked at the Moulin Rouge. Totally, yeah, done. We're done. Yeah, 1880 well, France, 80s. right? That's sold Well, me. yeah, I guess in history, there, yeah. history right. class. So we're going to pick a flower. Amazing. Um, right. Okay. Valentine's so Day themed. Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, here's, some, here's some photos. Um, Amazing. Looks like all these flowers are Valentine's Day. Pink ones, blue ones, purple ones. I say ones. we go with the one that's the PYP colors. Oh, red, yeah, red, blue, and aqua. I like okay. that. Let's yeah, Snapdragon. Snapdragon. The official uh-huh. flower mm-hmm. of Poland. Oh. <laughs> Poland definitely <laughs> a Poland. No. <laughs> All right. What Sondheim number are you dying oh. to perform? Okay. So. Here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. This is okay. tough. We have Being oh. Alive. Oh, my. Sending the Clowns. Oh, it's all the hits. Last Midnight. <laughs> Rose's Turn. Oh. Finishing the Hat. Everybody Ought to Have a Maid. A Little Priest. But losing my mind. Can I just name my favorite performances of each of these numbers, right. or sing my favorite lines? We from may not right. have time. Yeah, I think we're running out. Um, I think uh, it has. You know what? It's got to be for me. Like, yeah. I was 
um, Pandora, mm-hmm. me and the musical theater. Yeah, okay. And I heard Rose's turn. Ah, that's what I was gonna say. Rose's turn. Burn it, done. Oh my god! Before and I die, we have. I have to do it. Yeah. You can be Gypsy Rose Lee. No, I want to. No, it's definitely Mama Rose. <laughs> and it's really a shout out to all of our moms out there who are nothing like Mama Rose. We have so many lovely, lovely, lovely moms. In particular, she's going to love this. Uh, shout out to Mrs. Virginia Marr. Yay, she's like Virginia. our number one. She's PYP's number one fan. There, you can check her out. Um, actually, she's on our website for our video testimonials and also our YouTube channel, PYP NYC. Check her out. Yes. She's the best. She's so yeah, sweet and we supportive. We love her moms. Yeah. She built, she built literally a dance studio for her daughter. So amazing. I knew that, that story. So, yeah, and it's, it's also so great sweet. to hear about parents that are so supportive of yeah. children that have artistic dreams. Yes. Oh yeah. my yeah. gosh. Let's hear about those just as much as Mama Rose is fun and, you know, yeah. dramatic yes. and amazing. Yeah. But keep yeah. the drama on stage. Yeah. Yes, exactly. 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 Um, which Broadway star is your spirit animal? <laughs> um, oh we have God. Mandy Patinkin, yeah. Angela Lunsbury, mm. Bernadette Peters, <laughs> Nathan Lane. Oh, uh, yeah. what's his name? Raul Esparza. Um, Raul Esparza, Vicki Clark. An older gentleman <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and Ethel Merman. Um, well, okay. Hmm. If if Audra McDonald was on this, yeah, we would pick Audra. Although, has she done? Uh, yeah. Oh, Have yeah. you seen mm. Sweeney Todd with all of her many right. versions of the Beggar right, right. Woman? Oh, and she just did that that concert, right? That uh, one. Yeah. Uh, we would pick Audra if she was if available. She, yeah, she's Audra's like our honest. number one. We love Audra. Should make this old guy Audra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that would right. throw it off. Well, but I would a say second choice, probably, but not Bernadette. Yeah, Bernadette. Bernadette. Totally. Yeah, yeah, Bernadette. Right. I think yeah. I would choose Angela Lansbury. Yeah, yeah so would Dan Rats. Yeah, Dan definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Alright. Um, which a long quiz. This is weird. Which commonly recurring nightmare has ruined your sleep? Oh. Mm. Is it car trouble? Mm. Being lost? Mm. Drowning? Falling? Being chased? Teeth falling out? Failing a test? Being naked in public? This is like a terrible night. Well, because we don't really sleep anymore, so <laughs> I don't know. If and you're naked in public all um, the time. Right, so. Um... I always oh these being chased ones oh Ooh, always and it's like me slow out. and like you can't oh yeah. gosh Ooh, yeah okay fine I being chased that does not being chased, chased. Mm. yeah yikes and that and that's like C H A S E D not withholding sex yeah <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> chased which also is a night keep which, it which also keep it PG <laughs> <laughs> oh it's an audible all right oh oh wow oh now. this is wow. Choose the least offensive oh. Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Well, this is mean. This, this is, is not. A, this is not PYP. <laughs> why, at all. why don't we just say that we that that we like and support them okay. all? We and, do. Right, which which one do. needs the least amount of work? I don't know. Um, the least. Uh, all right, we've got Sunset Boulevard, The Phantom yes. of the Opera, mm-hmm. Starlight Express, Cats, Evita, Aspects of Love, <laughs> Joseph. And she's a Christ superstar. Ooh, I can. Uh, yeah, you can least defensive. Take the lead on it. Least defensive. I, I mean, I won't even. The least I'll defensive. Say, okay. yeah, like yeah, the yeah. one like, that you like. Like your like favorite. The best. Ah, the, this oh. car. I actually, I, I have partaken in many of Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. I enjoy like, them. Actually. And so this is kind of hard, but I went through this very strange phase, which clearly is why I am a theater nerd slash now. You know, performer where I was obsessed with Evita. I love Evita. <laughs> that is so freaky. I was like so obsessed. Who, in their right mind, at sixteen, is trying to memorize the entire score of Evita in their spare time You're because. In... Yeah. And I was also really into reading the liner. You remember when people would buy CDs or albums yeah. or tapes, yeah. and they would have the liner notes, mm. and I would never, I couldn't actually like enjoy a musical right. until I sat down and read every freaking letter <laughs> and every word I had to read the mm. liner notes mm. at one time listening mm. it was like Amazing. because I couldn't get the score yeah. right yeah. so I would I would read the Amazing. liner notes yep pick a color Uh-oh. we got oh. white I want to say that's orange yeah. Uh, yeah, like a burnt orange yeah, burnt sienna yeah, yeah. Burnt. and then like a it's like an aqua blue <laughs> 
Uh, green, yellow, purple, gray, and black. I think we know it. Yeah. Yeah, aqua. Ah, yeah. <laughs> aqua. Oh, it's yeah. so calming. I'm also That's an Aquarius, so. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and this is your final one. Uh, okay. What is your life motto? I'm not good. I'm not nice. I'm just right. Hmm. Tragedy tomorrow, comedy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> We all deserve to die. Oh, that's just <laughs> I want to know how to get through through to something new. Oh, oh something new. Oh, that's a good contender. It's almost like a default. Uh, marry me a little. Love me just enough. Okay. Give me a chance, and I know I can work it. Oh, Hi ho, the glamorous life. It's like I'm losing my mind, <laughs> <laughs> which keeps coming back. Okay. Uh, I mean, I. I mean, this is very PYP. Yeah, give me a chance. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I would say that's probably it. It's Still so- use the something new promo code. But <laughs> yeah. Give me a chance, and I know I can work it. I know. That's from Gypsy, you guys. Yeah. Oh, we love Gypsy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe coming to a YouTube video. <laughs> Tom, Our- Tom and I both auditioned for Romarose. <laughs> I would cast you both. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. Oh, you got. The Witch from Into the Woods. You're the Hitch. You're what no one believes. You're the Witch from Into the Woods, which means you're dark, powerful, Mm. and largely misunderstood. You're not a bad person, but your harsh honesty and pragmatism don't always earn you friends. Mm. If that's the aim, they'll give you the blame. Mm. I (laughs) love it. That's a wonderful quiz. I love it. Good job. Thanks, BuzzFeed. Yeah, and you know what? Played by so many amazing actresses yeah. who do and actors, right, currently, right? Oh, very PYP. I love it. People who are so good at so many different genres and doing it all. I love it. Um, so now comes the time where we're going to set up the song. Um, Caroline and Tom were kind enough to learn and record a brand new song hot off the presses, called Courtesy is Contagious, um, <laughs> accompanied by the amazing Gillian Berkowitz. Yeah! Oh, yes. uh, talk about Gillian for a second. She uh, She's an in-demand pianist and music mm. director. Uh, Gillian has performed piano, keyboard, accordion, and vocals in over 25 Broadway and off-Broadway shows. Mm. She can currently be seen and heard in Jersey Boys, Mamma Mia, Wicked, Motown, and Avenue Q. For more on Gillian, please check out this episode's description from wherever you download or stream something new. Um, I had so much fun writing this song. Uh, I don't get a lot of chances to write girl and guy duets. It made me uh, kind of look, yeah, look at my quote-unquote canon, and I was like, yeah. it's like, oh, I, I haven't really had an opportunity to do this. Mm. I've written some some love songs that, mm-hmm. that definitely speak to this, but um, but yeah, it was definitely it was a fun it was a fun opportunity to just kind of yeah. go for it. Absolutely. Um, so I had really fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it was, it was first of all, this is probably going to be the MTA's new theme song. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. So get From ready, our train guys. rides this morning. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and also, I think there's something really great. I think people love this type of song that isn't necessarily a, a love duet. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that yeah. is between a man and a woman because yeah. there are a lot of types of relationships you can have yeah. with the opposite sex. Absolutely. And not all yeah. of them are romantic. No, right. <laughs> definitely not one. Yeah. And no. who doesn't want to laugh in the dreary months of winter, especially <laughs> if you're in, like, a very, very cold place like Boston right now and all of their snow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. So, um, so, so this song was inspired, I, uh, I read an article recently about Larry David, whose play is coming to Broadway, and he, he talked about how he keeps this notebook with him, and he'll write down these everyday occurrences that are very, you know, like, kind of banal mm. on the surface, but then he'll, um, he'll start playing with it in his mind as, like, how far and absurd could this moment go? Like, how far could I push mm. the envelope in something that seems very gentle? Right. And um, mm. yeah. I was on, so I kind of had that whirring through my mind, and I was on the train the other day, and there was a, a pregnant lady who needed a seat, and I had <laughs> this uh, moment where I was like, you know, if if I were Larry David, I don't know if I would have to get up right now. And it was just, <laughs> it was, a, I got up for her, 
because I'm <laughs> thank a ni- you, doll. I mean, because I'm a human being, <laughs> right? And as is Larry David, but um, oh, but Larry it was just kind of probably fun. doesn't take the subway, yeah, <laughs> or listen to something new. Right. <laughs> you don't yeah. know, yeah, not yet. yet. We just we just give a shout out to his show, yeah. Yes. Well, and it's and it's funny too because it's kind of got a little bit of that. Um, what was it? Curb your enthusiasm. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Seinfeld. You know, this is. I mean, if they made a musical based off of Seinfeld or Curb Your Enthusiasm, this is like or, perfect, your perfect material, Joel. Or well, made a TV you. show. Yeah, a musical TV show. Comedy. There you go. He's going to hire comedy you now. TV obviously, show. obviously, you have Terrific. Well, thank you. Thanks, We're guys, so for the very generous job offer. I wish we could give it to you. We'll have our people call his people call Right, right, right. Terrific. Right. Awesome. Um, so remember, uh, this performance of Courtesy is Contagious will be available on SoundCloud, and the individual sheet music will be available on Noise Trade, both free downloads until the next episode. Uh, be sure to become a premium subscriber, a perfect investment for voice teachers, burgeoning musical theater writers, uh, PYP students, and my fellow Broadway nerds in general. Uh, follow me on all things social media, and you may find those links and so much more on joelbenew.com. Uh, visit my guests' websites, which are pynyc.com. Um, do you have individual yeah we have personal ones mine is caroline cilia s as in sam e-l-i-a dot com and mine is uh www.tom dash m-o-r-i-n dot com perfect and you're and and you as individuals and as a company are all on the the social medias and the yes you can follow us on twitter and facebook and instagram and all that good stuff under p-y-p-n-y-c yeah. Awesome. So yeah. at P1 I'm following you. Yeah. Yeah. So just you know, just follow me, and then you'll see that I'm following them, Yay. and then we can still follow each other. Yes. <laughs> Happy following. Uh, make sure you're subscribing to, rating, and reviewing this podcast. Tell your friends all about it. Uh, next episode for real this time, uh, my friend Janet Krupen, who's currently in If Then, and we're going to talk about her uh, performance career and her career as a. Uh, Songwriter in the uh, electronic dance. Ooh, I've actually experienced a little bit of that. Have you heard her I, stuff? I have not. It now is I'm fierce. Really Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Check it Love out. It. I, that's yeah. such an amazing thing, too. I've seen Love backup it. vocals for a lot of DJs' tracks. Yeah. And yeah, I couldn't fit that in my body. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, I had to work. Yeah. yeah. We're all we don't have time. But good. <laughs> I'm definitely listening yeah. to that episode. Definitely. Good. I'm excited. I'm, yeah. Um, and last but not least, thank you guys for being on my show. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> uh, from True Voice Studios at Columbus Circle, this is Joel B. Noom. Caroline Celia. And Tom Morin. Saying thank you for dropping by for something new. <laughs>
the entire Something New episode archive, visit joelbnew.com and click on the podcast tab. You'll find episodes featuring conversations and performances by the likes of voice teachers Chris York and Dan Radzikowski. My grandfather loved to go out fishing. I've never known a passion half as strong. And even though his health was less than great, I'd watch him gearing up with hooks, lines, and bait, then hear him invite me along. Now or never get a grip and beat him to the beat. Come on, it's do or die. It couldn't hurt to try. To be outgoing. Hello. Thank you.